Fire was the awesome ally to the greatly liked and superbly written Graceling, book one in the Graceling Realm series. I came to know about this series while searching for something new. Fourth novel of this series is expected to be released on 19th of January 2021. So I chose to read the previous three novels by that time. Also, Graceling sounded much the same as the book I was searching for. Furthermore, it was epically brilliant from multiple points of view. Set in an alternate realm than Graceling, and kinda in an alternate world, yet not, I realize you need to read it to understand what I'm talking about, Fire immediately set some major changes in motion with its political interest and quick moving toward war. With an amazingly skilled brain reading main character, that can spellbind and stupefy men with only one look, Fire was a much needed refresher that didn't disappoint. The primary character Fire had an unpredictability about her that was captivating and distinctive than my ordinary characters. I enjoyed the most of her magnificence and womanly capacity to entrance men and control their brains. However, with just a limited capacity to work with, Fire needed to utilize methodology and perseverance to finish her missions. Yet, consumed by blame over her insidious dad misuses of his brain-reading power, Fire harped on the agony and enduring he inflicted on individuals. She was a solid character, and was honored to have real individuals who thought often about her paying little heed to the beast inside. The world building was fabulous. The Dells is in an alternate world than Graceling however. The manner in which it's clarified in the book is that in the event that you were in the Graceling realms, and tumbled off a cliff, at that point you would land yourself in the Dells realm. The two realms don't have the foggiest idea about the other existing. So that is the reason it was confusing when I said it was in a similar world, yet it wasn't. However, the Dells have no Gracelings with two distinct eyes and unique power. They do have different kind of monsters. They have mind-controlling power as well. I imagine that was an alternate and fascinating idea. Besides you include common war and huge loads of political interest, with a moderate consuming romance that is sweet and delicate, with a basic plot that could tip the tides of war, and you have a really astonishing book. One issue I experienced difficulty with was the moderate pacing and absence of a smooth streaming plot. The book was spectacular, however the speed of the novel was at some point upsetting and hard enduring. There wasn't sufficient action for my taste, and the plot hauled with the moderate speed and absence of action. There was some adventure, yet very little of it either, which was another letdown. I think you could state my affection for fire essentially came from the political interest, war flourishing, paranormal, and mind-controlling parts of the novel, which was sufficient for me, however not altogether. In a remote part of the woods, Fire leaves disconnected from the remainder of the world. She trusts by protecting everybody from her horrendous power, that she will guard them from her brain control that will in general invade and conquer minds. The very underhanded force that her evil dad employed and destroyed numerous honest lives simultaneously. Yet, Fire will not surrender to her dad's underhanded ways, and is resolved not to turn into the beast he was. However, when civil war compromises the royal family, and all she holds dear, Fire should settle on a choice that will change the realm, as well as herself. Looking for answers to ongoing attack on their home, Fire and her closest companion and at some point lover Lord Archer travel to King City, and find that the kingdom is in more disturbance than they once thought. With little expectation of winning this war, the Imperial family looks for Fire's assistance without classing their two enemies before everything is lost. However, if Fire is to help win this war, she should initially forfeit her ethics and become the genuine beast she's constantly been scared of turning out to be. Her dad. Fire had a few imperfections however insufficient to concede my affection for these characters and book. I'm disheartened that these characters are finished having their impact in this series, and we won't see them any longer. In any case, it was fun while it kept going. 
In general, I had my high points and low points with Fire, at the end of the day delighted in its greater part, and thought it tied pleasantly into this series with one of similar villains from Book 1. If you like a fantasy novel with a paranormal bend, and a slow consuming romance, then certainly try this series out.